Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Leroy Butler. Welcome back, Wendy's Big Show. Broadcasting live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios, GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Still to come, we'll talk with Mike Clemens coming up about one half hour from right now. Plus, Big Show Knows Fantasy in the last segment of the show. Plus, we'll make our predictions for this weekend's playoff games, too. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. He is the Packers president and CEO, Mark Murphy. Mark, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Barky. I guess first things first uh, we'll start with is uh, this whole pandemic, uh, not having fans for the longest of time, and now finally being able to ease in little by little more and more people uh, and letting in more people now for this playoff game than we've had at any point in the past. Yeah, no, we're we're excited, um, and you know, I, we feel confident that we can do it safely. Um, we've worked really closely with our local health uh, officials, and you're right. I mean, you're right. We didn't have any fans at all for the first four games, and then uh, gradually over the last four home games of the year, we kind of ramped it up until the last game. We had just under a thousand. It was all invited guests, though, no ticketed fans. Um, but, you know, we felt confident. And the, the other thing that, that has helped us, the league has really monitored all the different teams that have hosted fans and, um, you know, the protocols that have worked. And there hasn't been any breakout um, uh, or outbreak related uh, to, to any games. So we feel confident we'll probably have anywhere, we're going to have 6,500 ticketed fans and then with invited guests and uh, others will have probably just over 8,000 fans. So I, I never thought that I would think that 8,000 is a big crowd, but uh, in 2020 uh, and uh, certainly in the middle of the pandemic, that's uh, pretty good. It's still a small percentage of our overall capacity. Mark, this is Leroy Butler. I, take me into the interview um, with LaFleur. Now, full disclosure, Mark, and I, you know this, the Mike McCarthy thing threw me off a little bit but it seemed like in the off season 
I didn't see Matt LaFleur or nobody's list or interviews or anything, but it seemed like a fantastic choice. But I think that interview really put everything in motion for this franchise to be number one seed and all this thing. But what was it about LaFleur that really, you said, this is my guy and you went with him? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question that, uh, you know, it was a, <clears throat> a process that I think the process that we used was very helpful. Um, it was, you know, Brian, uh, Brian Gutenkunst, Russ Ball and I, uh, we, and, you know, I mean, it was terrible. <clears throat> it was hard and we got criticized for making a decision and trying to moving on from Mike McCarthy, um, you know, before the end of the season. But I, I think it gave us a little bit of a head start. Um, you know, I think we had four games left, and we were able to start thinking about what the process was going to look like. We interviewed a couple candidates before the season ended. So I do think it was helpful. Um, and, you know, I mean, Matt was the very last person we interviewed. Oh. He, he, came, he, he came, uh, came very highly recommended, um, particularly his uh, work, and working with quarterbacks and obviously um you know you look at he's you look if you look back over his career i mean he's been with some quarterbacks that have had their best years under him uh you know whether it was matt ryan i think he was the mvp when matt was working with him and jared goff obviously had had success um you know and and you know I've, i've been in you know my years as an athletic director you know, for 17 years, I hired coaches for a living, and so I may have hired some good ones. I hired some bad ones, but uh, I, I, the last person always has a little bit of an advantage because it's your your last memory. So, um, but Matt's interview went very well. It was just it was it was, didn't even feel like an interview. It was uh, just a conversation. Just we felt very comfortable with him. He was extremely prepared, knew all about our organization. Um, but again, it was the last one. So, and, and we got on the, when we got on the plane afterwards, I said, you know, that was really good. <laughs> and every, we all felt the same way, but we decided we better sleep on it for a night. So, uh, woke up the next morning and we all felt the same way. And, oh, nice. um, so yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, tribute to Matt and, you know, he, and he really had, a, it was clear he had a plan. And although he'd obviously never been a head coach, but been around a lot of good head coaches. Um, you know, he grew, his father, his father was a coach. So he kind of grew up around this, around uh, the business. And, uh, yeah, so he came in with a, a plan. And you could see right away he was he was going to change the culture uh, of, uh, of the team. And, uh, yeah, no, obviously he's had uh, great success, so. And you know, I think it's a tribute to to Matt, and you know, his his work ethic is phenomenal. And he and he, you know, the other thing, Leroy, and you know this, he's uh, he's very humble, and he also yeah. and he's willing to take the blame when things don't go don't don't go right. Um, and I think that, you know, and, and he's established obviously. Uh, I think the players respect him and and really play play hard for him. But I think the relationship that he's established with Brian uh, and, and Russ Ball, three of them all work well, but especially Brian and uh, Matt, uh, I've, I've really been pleased uh, at their working relationship. Yeah, this is Gary Austin speaking to you, Mark. I, I would think there's not been much to apologize about. He's been more right than wrong. I mean, 
three games only lost this year. He's just been absolutely <laughs> incredible. Uh, but, but Mark, really, how difficult, though, as it has it been for you guys in this pandemic to to try to keep everybody socially distanced to try to to try to work around this for the players and really for your staff uh, at 1265? It's been a challenge. There's no book on how do you do it. It's, right. you know, I mean, you know, and I give, uh, you know, I think the league has been helpful, um, you know, with all the protocols. and But, you know, you've got to follow them. And, uh, you know, and you, both of you guys know Doug Collins. Uh, he's our director of security. He's been our, uh, he's been our infection control officer. And he's played a key role for us. And I think Matt's done a really good job, you know, talking to the team about the importance of making good decisions. You know, we look at it since the start of training camp. Start of training camp, we had like four or five players that tested positive. But since then, and that was kind of, you know, I mean, that that's we hadn't tested at all until the start of training camp. Uh, so, you know, uh, you expected that you would have some players that test positive. But Correct. Really, during the season, we we only had two players that tested positive. Now, obviously, we've had the recent situation with Jared Valdir, but that's an odd, that's an odd one. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I mean, you think that. Right. <laughs> I mean, we were so happy about that move. It was a great move, right? And we were happy, 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 and yeah. then sad, sad, sad. I mean, it was, yeah. No, I, yeah, we all felt the same way. I mean, that's tremendous to have somebody with that kind of experience and uh but yeah i mean uh it sounds like knock on wood i, I think we've made it through we've tested um so we we didn't have anybody come come up and contact tracing or if you if you're considered a high risk close contact then you would have you have to sit out for five days so nobody fell into that category and we've you know all, so far all the tests of the people that were around him and on all of them, everybody, you know, in almost all the situations had masks on when they weren't actually on the field. So, uh, you know, so far we haven't had any negatives related to, to, to Jared. Talking with Mark Murphy, Packers president and CEO here on the Wendy's Big Show on the Big Show Radio Network. Uh, obviously, all pro teams uh, in this situation, whether it be baseball, basketball or football, uh, are, are losing a lot of money by not having fans in the stands and so forth. But you being in Green Bay and kind of being, I don't know, the the main hub there in Green Bay as far as bringing visitors in and bringing money in, I would assume that this is probably hurting Green Bay, uh, the the actual city itself, far more than other markets. Oh yeah, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, you know, just we're we're a smaller market. Um, you know, obviously the the home games have uh, a much bigger impact, relative impact. Uh, on, on our local economy than you know New York or Chicago. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a rough year, I think, for uh, for uh, our you know all of our local businesses, particularly you know hotels and restaurants that really rely on that. Um, but you know, I mean, our 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 focus all along has been number one, we want to make sure we get the games in, and you know, and and you guys all know it. I mean. Roughly two thirds of our revenue comes from broadcast television, so that that was really the the main focus. Obviously, keeping our players and uh, as well as our fans safe, and you know, we kind of, as you said, we eased into it, and uh, you know, I think you know, having eight thousand fans here tomorrow, I don't know if that's 
going to be. I mean, it's better than than zero, but uh, you know, I, I don't know uh, if that's going to be a huge uh, shot in the arm for for local businesses. It looks like most of the people that are coming um, are f- from the Green Bay area or not too far away, because mm-hmm. because one of the one of the things that because of the pandemic. Uh, all of the tickets uh, are non-transferable, so we don't. What we didn't want is, you know, selling the tick, people getting the tickets, and then selling them to people flying in from uh, outside of the area, uh, and they're more likely to to bring in uh, uh, bring in the virus. Correct, Mark. Uh, real quick, uh, last uh, last one for me. Um, I wanted to ask you about because I'm a big fan of Pettit. What? Uh, how did he play in? The interview with uh, Matt, did you say, Matt, can you interview Pettit? Can you keep him? Because most guys like to bring in their own coordinators. But it just seemed like that was a smooth transition. If you got a guy in place to run the defense, now he can just concentrate on the offense and brought in Nathaniel Hackett, who have a follow-up question because I know he interviewed in Atlanta because there's going to yep. be guys leaving your staff when you have success. I mean, that's the way. Well, yeah, no, yeah, you go, yeah. <laughs> you go 26 and 6 over two right. years, people notice. Yeah, in terms of Mike uh, Patton, um, well, you know, it's always, uh, I would never tell a head coach he has to do something. You know, so it was uh, his decision completely. Um, nice. We did tell him that we were, um, we thought that Mike did a nice job. Um you know that you know in the one year, his first year, we could see an immediate um, change in terms of our uh, our, our defense, and uh, yeah, ultimately it was Matt's decision, and uh, you know he decided to to keep Mike Mike on, and I think uh, you know I think I mean obviously he did a good job, but I think also having the continuity on defense uh, was was a factor as well, you know not not bringing in a new coordinator and changing uh, changing right. the system. You know, Mark, I, I know you guys had talked about maybe a year or so ago uh, expanding some things uh, in around uh, Lambeau Field. Uh, does this pandemic uh, put things off a little bit, or you guys are still on schedule to redo some stuff out there in the parking lot? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. You know, the the Title Town um, work that we've been doing, um, you know, it's mostly. Uh, the apartment complex, the office tower, and um, townhouses, they we've been able to continue working through those, through the pandemic. So those are continuing. So that's positive. Um, we've got a couple projects at, at the stadium that um, we deferred a little bit just because of you know, not having fans here. Actually, we, had, we did a concourse renovation we're renovating our concourse and we're doing it in like four or five phases uh we just finished the third phase and but you know this will be the first time that people are actually using the the new concession stand so that'll be nice but there's a couple other phases that we're looking at um there's a couple other projects that we're looking at and want to have a little better little clearer picture of what our finances will look like um next year you know, we're hopeful that it will be back to normal, but um, you know, I think in uh, probably in a few months we'll have a better picture and be able to make decisions on you know whether to in- invest uh, you know, additional money in some of the projects or to or whether to defer some of them. 
Talking with Mark Murphy, Packers president and CEO. I got a, a couple left for you here, uh, one of which is not necessarily Packer-related, uh, but Big Ten football-related. Do you think there's any chance Pat Fitzgerald ever gets and takes an NFL job? Because <laughs> as a Badger uh, fan, I'd be fine if he did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, obviously, I think an awful lot of Pat. Um, yeah, he and he's just done a phenomenal job there. Um, you know, I would, you know, he's he's had an, I mean, what he's accomplished is phenomenal. Um, if he's going to leave, this might be the time uh, because his athletic director, Jim Phillips, is leaving to become the commissioner of the ACC. Um you know, I know Pat's got he's got kids in high school, so it's it's hard to move. Uh, but uh, I think, and and you know, Northwestern, it's just it's hard to, and he's accomplished great things there. But I don't know if he can do much more than he's already done. Just quite honestly, I mean, it's really hard to compete with Ohio State, <laughs> yes. and he did it this year. And uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. I, I although it looks like a number of the jobs are starting to fill up. So, um, and I, I don't know if he's had an interview yet, but um, I think his kids said uh, they gave him permission. He he would only be able to take the Bears job because he wouldn't have to move, and the Bears job is not open, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, circling back, that there was going to be that Badger-Notre Dame game. Any any updates on that at, at Lambeau Field? Did they put that off or reschedule that? Yeah, we're hoping to uh, – so that was scheduled to be this fall. Next next fall they will play um, down at Soldier Field. And so we're looking at the, the following year in 2022 to have it here. Have to clear up – as you guys know, college football scheduling is <laughs> – complex yes. complex but i i think we're going to be able to work that out i'm going to end us uh with something that social media likes to do and that is start rumors and rumblings and throw stuff oh out there <laughs> um and i'm just i don't know if you're going to tell me or not but i figured we'd ask this whole uh austin powers thing that the players are doing and so forth about gold and all of that stuff rumblings about mike myers possibly showing up maybe uh at lambo this weekend have you heard or can you say if there's anything to that I, hope it's I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> all right, he said he's there. That's I, all I wanted. Good, that's if, all. It just want. better be virtual. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, don't get good. tricked into that. Yeah. No headlines. Uh, Mark, no headlines. thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Look forward to getting you on in the future. All right, right, thanks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. care. There he is, Mark Murphy, Packers president and CEO on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Uh, all right, uh, coming up on the other side, Bucks uh, in action tonight. We'll look ahead to that game. Uh, if you get queasy when you hear about injuries that happen – yeah, I don't know about the next segment. Tory Craig describes how he got hurt in some detail. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And then we'll talk to Mike Clemens uh, the segment after that, uh, our Green and Gold Insider here on the Wendy's Big Show. I love gold. 16 stations strong. The Big Show Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.